0: Purple Stethoscope. I am your host, Devin Nixon, family nurse practitioner. None of the information in this podcast is sufficient nor intended to diagnose your personal medical issue, but there's a lot to learn, so let's start the show. Hey guys, welcome back. It's me, Devin, and I was thinking the last couple of episodes were kind of heavy, so I wanted to do something this week a little lighter. This poem is from a template called uh, I Am From, and I will put a link to that template in the show notes. I'm going to read you my poem, I Am From. I am from Vaseline on my face, hot combs and bowrets. I'm from skinny legs and wobbly knees, and let me see how long my hair is pressed. I'm from dark regal brown and not quite high yellow. I'm from Children of the Harlem Renaissance and the Civil Rights Movement, soundtrack by Motown. I'm from collard greens and black-eyed peas for New Year's. I'm from fish and grits, cornbread, and tomato soup, and if you don't want it, then you ain't hungry. I'm from the D.C. Atlantic and Washington Pacific whose crushing salty waves always meant home. I'm from singing hymns and saying my prayers. From the kids' choir and she knows she ain't the solo. I am from the Baptist church and let us stand for the reading of the word. I am from grace, from he don't know better and you don't know what she's been through, poor baby. I'm from laughing to tears And dancing because why not? I am from strong men and smart women. I am from God is good and to God be the glory. From barons and Rainies and lots of Sylvester's. I am from brilliance and get back up no matter what resilience. I'm from don't forget you're black and be excellent. I am from Prince George's County by way of the motherland and ships. I'm from perseverance, hope, faith, and love that never fails. I am from denied history and undeniable greatness. I will put the link in the show notes so that you can write your very own I am from poem. Kind of a neat way to sum up who you are, and where you come from. Way to celebrate it. This week, I want to talk about having fun. You know, as we journey to be well, to be healthy, to be spiritually well, to have healthy social relationships, sometimes I'm not going to lie, it gets daunting. Are you having fun? I think that is one of the things in life that we tend to overlook and not put very much weight on because fun seems to be something that's kind of childish, um, kind of irresponsible, but I don't see it that way at all. My kids did a vacation Bible school years ago and I loved the subject was incredible world amazement park and it was all about the earth and how God placed us on the earth to enjoy it to cultivate the plants to enjoy the animals and to really just they kind of likened it they likened it to an amusement park where you go and your sole purpose in being there is to have fun what if we looked at our lives in the same way That we're placed here in these families, in these communities, to enjoy our experience. If we get so caught up on, you know, what's the healthiest thing to do? What's the right choice? What's the, you know, political answer to a problem? It gets daunting. It gets depressing. And you just start kind of feeling like you can't win. I noticed this happening for myself when several different documentaries were coming out about healthy eating and what foods were good and what were bad and what you can trust and practices in growing food that make it, you know, terrible for you, even if it's a vegetable. And I kind of got to a place where I was like, I can't win for losing. So I'm going to just do whatever sounds good, feels good in the moment Doing what feels good in the moment isn't exactly sustainable. We do have responsibilities. We do have families to care for. And there has to be some balance between having fun all the time and all the time being worried about whether or not we are making a right choice. I used to coach basketball. I coached kindergartners and first graders, and for many of them, it was their first time ever touching a basketball, which happens to be probably my favorite sport of all time. And um, it was pretty cute in the beginning. They didn't know which hoop to run to. They would pick up the ball and just run with it without dribbling at all. And about halfway through the season, they would start actually playing the game, dribbling and passing and shooting and making sense of what they were supposed to be doing, what each of their individual roles were on the court. And that was just such an amazing time for me as a coach when they connected that because it was like, I don't know, they all felt like my babies. I'm like, look at my babies all just like doing it, playing ball and and it really brought a lot of joy to me and it was just hilarious and fun. I sometimes feel like that's how it is, you know, with a life where we're kind of all here. We don't really know what we're doing. We're trying to figure it out. And about halfway through, we really get into a groove and it looks like something. Well, I coached all three of my children And when my youngest came along, it was pretty obvious that he really loved basketball and was actually going to be pretty good at it. But I noticed that he would get frustrated. He would get mad if the referees didn't call something and and he felt like they should have. And I'm I'm talking about a five-year-old, you guys. (laughs) He would just, you know, outwardly be upset if he passed the ball to somebody and he thought they should have done XYZ and they didn't know what to do because they were also five. Um, So I found myself telling him like, Hey, if you're not having fun, I'm taking you out of the game. And that became my thing. You know, this is a game. It is a sport. It is for fun. And if you don't appear to be having any fun, you're going to come and sit right here next to me on the bench. And that kind of became, a way that we were with the sport because he did love it but sometimes he lost sight of the fact that it's a game you're supposed to be having fun I also think that we do this in life we get so caught up in our roles as you know providers and parents and spouses and whatever it is that we do for work and whatever you know position or role we have in our friendships we just We can get so caught up in the rules that we forget to have fun. I want to check in with you guys and make sure that you're enjoying the healthy foods that you're eating, that you are enjoying the movement. You know, meaningful movement. When I say eat fresh and dance, which is what I say to patients all the time, eat fresh and dance, I specifically say dance because exercise doesn't sound like fun. Who wants to exercise? I know there are those of you out there who faithfully, religiously, very disciplined go and do your workouts every single day, whether you feel like it or not. I wish I was one of you, but I am not. It has to have an element of fun for me, or else I just can't stick with it. it has to feel good. You know, I think that's part of why I love yoga so much, because yoga feels so good. Um, it doesn't feel like I'm, you know, beating my body into submission or trying to make myself, you know, do something that I really don't want to be doing. It's just natural and flowy and fun and I, and I like it. Uh, and the same with walking. I used to work with a nurse practitioner who was my mentor. And uh, I was like, the, I was a licensed practical nurse at that time and he was he was the person doing the stress test. So I was like the tech and I started the IVs and got people all prepped and recorded everything that happened during the stress test. While he watched and interpreted. And patients used to say, what do I do? What should I do now? And he always said, walk. Get you a good pair of sneakers. Lace them up and get outside in the fresh air. And put one foot in front of the other. You know, for 10 minutes a day. Then 15 and 20 and 30 and do it consistently. And he would say, don't take a dog because dogs stop and they, um, you know, you can't hold pace and you're cleaning up after them and they bark and do all this other stuff. And eh, I might have to disagree. Well, not disagree. Dogs do all of the above, but I have four dogs and I love them. And I rarely, I don't, I don't even know when the last time I went for a walk without a dog was, but It was funny because patients would say, should I get a treadmill? Should I join a gym? Should I start this CrossFit program? Like silver sneakers at the Y, what should I do? And he was like, get some sneakers and go outside. (laughs) And I think that that is just such great advice because it doesn't have to be all these fancy things, all these extra things you don't have to have a million dollars you don't have to have a membership here and there and this fancy equipment you just gotta have the desire and incredible world amazement park if we're not enjoying the journey then we're a lot less likely to stay engaged um, for the longest time, I wanted a workout buddy. I'm kind of an extrovert, pretty social, and I wanted somebody to do this with me. I wanted for some of my friends for to mean just as much to them to run as it meant to me. I, I did half marathons for a few years, and I wanted a running buddy. I even went as far as joining a running club And, um, nobody talked to me. It was kind of embarrassing actually when I say that out loud, but I live in an area where I am very, very much a minority. I think my city is like 1% black and, um, you know, people would awkwardly say hello, but nobody would actually engage and talk. And so, I learned because I had paid the money and signed up to join. I was like, well, I guess I'll be running by myself. And I did. And I learned to be by myself and enjoy time by myself and enjoy um, running, which I'm not going to recommend. That's something that you need to talk with your primary care provider to find out if you're healthy enough to do or not. Uh, But I do want to check in and make sure you guys are having fun. What are some ways that you can incorporate fun into your lifestyle and fun and wellness definitely go together you're not going to be well if you never laugh you gotta laugh you have got to have a good time you gotta enjoy this journey that we call life let's take a quick break for community rounds If you have been paying attention to the news, you may have heard of some recent vaping-related deaths. Now, the FDA has an ongoing investigation of severe respiratory illnesses linked to vaping products. Many, but not all, test samples have been found to contain THC oil and significant amounts of vitamin E acetate. Vitamin E is a substance present in topical consumer products and dietary supplements, but whose effects after inhalation are largely unknown. The FDA is warning consumers to avoid buying vaping products from the street and to retain from using THC oil or modifying any substances purchased from stores. Report adverse events the FDA online or at 1-800-FDA-1088. All right, you guys, if you're still vaping, please try to stop. If you have loved ones who vape, encourage them to stop. Contact your healthcare provider if you are experiencing chest pain or cough or shortness of breath. While some cases in each of the states are similar and appear to be linked to vaping product use, more information is needed to determine what is causing the respiratory illnesses. In many cases, patients reported a gradual start of symptoms including breathing difficulty, shortness of breath, and or chest pain before hospitalization. Some cases reported mild to moderate gastrointestinal illness including vomiting and diarrhea. Or other symptoms such as fevers or fatigue in many of these cases patients told healthcare personnel or health department staff of recent vaping products containing THC even though cases appear similar it's not clear if they have common cause or if they involve different diseases with similar presentations which is an issue central to the FDA's investigation. The CDC and FDA are providing consultation to state health departments and working closely with them to gather information on any products or substances used. You can follow this and other FDA alerts at FDA.gov. Back to the show. Back in July, I went to Essence Fest And I spent way too much money because I wanted to support everybody's business. And um, I bought a whole bunch of stuff. And I want to share with you a couple of detox swaps that I've made. And this has also been fun, you guys, because your skin is the biggest organ on your body. So much so that there are medications that we have that the route of administration is topical, and anything that's administered topically means you put it on your skin, and your skin absorbs it, and you get a pharmaceutical effect. So that tells you just how absorbent our skin is. Um, with our skin being the biggest organ, I had to take a big step back and make sure that what I was using on my skin uh, was something that I could be happy about and be confident about. And I want to share with you all four products that I have completely swapped out and have been using for a few months now to over two months now and um, I'll just quickly review them by the way if you hear noises in the background it's because I am exhausted and I am recording from home rather than my office because um yeah, I just I had a great day with my family. I got to leave worship at church this morning and then we went to brunch and then um, it was time to go and I didn't want to. I actually woke up from a nap a few minutes ago because sleep is self-care and I'm whooped and I thought, you know what? So what if you hear a dog barking in the background (laughs) or, you know, one of my kids interrupting? I told them if they did, they got to be on the podcast. But yeah, if you hear background noise, that is why. Um, The first product that I want to review is Tendress and Sage Soap. That's T-E-N-D-R-E-S-S and Sage, S-A-G-E. This is a soap artisan in uh st louis and atlanta based um, small batch soaper fragrance free dye free chemical free junk free handmade and i agree with luxury the first time i took a shower was with a clint well not the first time i took a shower lord i gotta work on my anyway the first time i used tenders sage soap it was a clementine bar and i kid you not i like I, I just got happy. It, I don't know if it was aromatherapy from the smell of the soap itself, which wasn't like a super aggressive fragrance that was offensive. It's like a natural, clean, um, citrusy. Oh, just so good smell. And I was sold, you guys. I was sold from the first bar, the first shower, the first time. I've been ordering that from them. I also love their chai bar. I love her coffee scrub. Oh my goodness, it's a it's like a coffee exfoliant. And talk about invigorating, just so good um, and so healthy. I looked at the labels. I started reading labels on the things I use on my body and in my hygiene regimen. And um, yeah, similar to reading food labels, it's kind of shocking. So I started swapping out things that I thought I could swap out without, you know, a lot of inconvenience or upset. The next thing I swapped out, and this one actually was terrifying, but it worked wonderful, is Lone Natural Deodorant. That's L-O-N-E. And... Deodorant is one of those things that I've heard people talk about aluminum and talk about, you know, so many different things for so long. I was like, okay, I am in the wellness business. I need to look into this. But it's terrifying because I don't want to be funky. You don't want me to be funky. I don't want you to smell me and I don't want to smell you. So deodorant is one of those things that I feel like everybody should have figured out (laughs) right and we don't have a lot of room in life for trial and error so I tried it on a weekend um and it worked well then I tried it and went to hot yoga which is really a test of it and it worked well and I've been using it for months now it is aluminum free baking soda free and um I just I love it the two that I like the most are a lavender bold it's a gel and um well there's a couple different ones i think there's a a stick maybe but there's also like you know when you turn the dial and it comes up out of the four little holes i'm doing an awesome job of explaining this right (laughs) i do that and i swipe it off with my fingers and rub it into my armpits and it works very very well i also like their um citrus one which is more like a stick and uh, I love it so so much I have to tell you this is kind of gross but I'm gonna share something about this deodorant that I've noticed there have been times like I don't eat healthy 100% of the time and the other night I had a date with my husband I can I'm a little spoiled, I will admit. I'm a little spoiled. And uh, usually I pick where we're going to eat or, you know, something like that. And I was trying to be a good sport. I was trying to, you know, let him pick, let him, you know, whatever. And I'm going to go along and just have a nice time. Y'all, why did he have to choose hamburgers? He chose hamburgers. So we went to this hamburger joint and, um... Oh, now that I think of it, I was kind of a brat. I really didn't want burgers, but I did. I, I went with him and I ate them and I tried not to complain too much. But here's the gross part. When I was laying down sleeping, so I sleep, probably a lot of people sleep like this. I sleep on my side with my arm kind of folded underneath the side of my face. Um, so basically, my nose is in my armpit. I could smell could smell the food like I don't even know how to describe it but I could literally smell it it was just different it was like oh is this what meat eaters smell like because I eat meat and this is kind of odd anyway (laughs) the deodorant works fantastic but it doesn't trap toxins in well that's just my estimation they don't say that but I was like oh it's coming out I love the Lone Body Soap. The third thing that I swapped out was my makeup. And I love minted cosmetics. Minted cosmetics are vegan, paraben-free, non-toxic, and cruelty-free. And they have my color, y'all. I'm dark-skinned, um... I think I'm pretty dark actually. so a lot of brands get what they call dark, which still isn't dark enough for me. I absolutely love their foundation. I believe I don't want to misspeak here. I think it's called skin. Anyway, the foundation is like that I, that I use is in a stick. and so it's like it's not liquid, but it's not powder. It's like cream, I guess. Uh, I use D10, which is the color that I use. I originally got D30, but that was in the summertime. And um, I had spent a lot of time in the sun this summer. Uh, so now that my skin has kind of returned to my baseline um, color, I'm using D10. And I love it. It's You know how sometimes you can use like a liquid and you just feel like your face is greasy or oily by the end of the day or, you know, you use something else and it's like overly dry. This is perfect coverage and I can feel good about using it. I feel beautiful and I feel happy that I'm not hurting any animals um, or putting something on my skin that I don't want to absorb. Um, I love Minted Cosmetics. I like their lipstick and their foundation. I need to try more products. I'm not a super heavy makeup user, um, mainly because I'm not that fussy, y'all. I, I am a minimalist uh, when it comes to my routines. In fact, one of the reasons that I love Tinderson and Sage is because it's a one soap for everything. I wash from my face to my toes with Tendress and Sage, whereas I used to have a different... Um, soap for my face, a different soap for my lady parts, a different soap for, you know, whatever. And Tenderson Sage is so good and so gentle but effective that I can just use it from face to toe. I didn't say head to toe because I haven't washed my hair with it, but I probably could. I don't know. The last product that I have swapped out for now, and it won't be the last last, um, is... My sanitary products, my feminine hygiene products. So I have been using the Honey Pot Company products. They are the first plant-based feminine care system on the market. It says made by humans with vaginas for humans with vaginas. So that's kind of funny, kind of sweet. But yeah, there are a lot of different soaps, different products on the market. Um, and I... I just, I don't know. I try not to get like super heavy and technical and healthy preachy, but what I will say is this. I have been struggling with a female issue, um, fibroids, and I talked a little bit about that in the last episode. And in my desperation to feel better, I really had to look at all the different things that could be contributing to my fibroids, not saying that they were, um, but just, you know, trying to do better. And I used to use sanitary napkins, um, you know, plastic, meshy looking chemical, you know, there's blue on there. There's all kind of whatever. Um, I stopped using tampons a long time ago because y'all, at the corner of my eye i saw something that looked black underneath the applicator so i pushed the tampon through the applicator and it was mold and that my friends was the last day that i ever used a tampon then i switched to menstrual cups which i actually still really like um i think they're pretty effective they are it's so much less waste because they're like you reuse for like 10 years Um, boiling them in between periods and whatnot. But I don't know what they're made out of. Um, And again, I was trying to be very careful with what came in contact with my body as I'm trying to get these tumors to shrink. And um, that was one of the things that I just couldn't, um, I couldn't confirm wasn't contributing so I put those on the shelf, and I discovered the Honey Pot Company. I use their sanitary napkins, their panty liner, and I like the wipes. Um, and they are just absolutely wonderful. I got to meet the creator of these products at uh, Essence Fest. What a what a wonderful and fabulous experience to just go. Essence Fest. If you haven't gone, you have to go. Um, wow. It was it was just incredible. Um, and so I was so grateful to find these products while I was there. I've been using them for months now. And uh, I, I recommend, I think, you know, while we're talking about our health, we can't forget about other things that come in contact with our body. Reading labels goes beyond food. Um, and look into it, check it out. The last company that I am going to mention is a company called Black and Green. It's B-L-K plus G-R-N, and it's an all-natural marketplace. It's a one-stop shop for natural products. Go to blackandgreen.com or blkgrn.com dot And you can look around, shop around for products that you might be able to swap out. Um, There are multiple artisans. You can shop by artisan or you can shop by um, concern, whether it is skincare or different collections you're looking for uh, or different health related items. I can't really speak to those, so please don't ask, (laughs) Um, but I can tell you that They don't even put a shipping label in your packaging because what do people do when they have a shipping label? They throw it away and it's wasteful. Uh, They're very, very mindful and thoughtful in whose products they carry and how they get them to you. So that is gonna do it for this week, a little different than the last couple of weeks which were heavier topics, but wanted to take some time and make sure you're having fun And give you some, you know, other options to create a healthier uh, you. I hope that you all are doing well. I interviewed about 12 nurse practitioners on Friday uh, as podcast guests, uh, potential guests for the future. These are all uh, certified, licensed, and practicing nurse practitioners who specialize in many different uh, fields from pediatrics to women's health to psychiatric to infectious disease. I talked to people who um, have expertise in kidney failure and uh, so many different things. We had wonderful conversations and I'm really looking forward to bringing you some very knowledgeable and relatable guests. Thanks so much for listening. As always, if you don't know where to find me, keep listening and I'll tell you. Talk to you later. Bye. For listening to the Purple Stethoscope, I'm your host Devin Nixon, family nurse practitioner. You can find me on social media at D the NP. That's on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and now Patreon. If you liked what you heard, go ahead and share this episode and then head over to Patreon to see how you can further support this work.